Welcome to the Focus on Greatness podcast. I'm your host, Haim Roche, bringing you another inspirational message designed to help you focus on the greatness that's within you. I remember when I was first looking at starting my podcast, one of the things that I was looking for was a cost efficient place that I can be able to do what I was dreaming and doing with Anchor. I found that I found a free platform that can be able to give me the tools to make sure that my podcast sound good from edits to music to different other things, variety of things that can be able to assist me to make sure that I had a professional sound podcast. But then also one of the things I found that I loved uh, when I started to use Anchor was they have various of different places that they are able to distribute my podcast from professional places like Spotify or Apple Podcasts and many, many more. Now, with this, the thing that I'm I love to do is because I might not do it in my house or I might need to do it in my car. So I'm able to use record on my cell phone. I'm able to record on my tablet or even my computer. So for you to be able to do this as the podcaster, you need to make sure that you download the app to your phone, to your tablet. You can do it on an Android or on an Apple product. But also, if you want to be able to access it on your computer, you have to go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, anchor is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. Welcome to the team. We have been having a a discussion and a conversation talking about this context of, of, of thought that we have been on dealing with after freedom. And so one of the thoughts and the mindsets about after freedom is that I wanted us to be able to think of what happens or how do we function? How do we live after freedom. And so many times we are looking to become free. We're looking to be able to have these different things in our lives. We're looking to go and deal with these different places of freedom, no matter what the category of places they they might be. But what ends up happening is we don't know what to do sometimes after we gain that freedom. So we again, we've been on this discussion and talking about this context, and we're going to continue it on tonight's podcast. So before we dive in, I've had different people ask, so I am going to be able to, I'm going to start pushing this a little bit more. If you um, want to be able to support the podcast in any form of way, you can be able to support it on my cash app at Focus on Greatness. Uh, There there you can be able to donate into what God is doing and what God is going to continue to do in the podcast because I believe what God is doing and what he's showing me to be able to do in the future is not only only going to be great, but it's going to be able to help a lot more people um, in the future. So if you want to be able to support, be a uh, support in any form of way, financially, you can be able to do it to the cash app at Focus on Greatness. And I promise you, it will be a blessing to you um, as it's going to be a blessing to many, many more people in doing that. So let's dive right into our conversation on tonight. Again, we've been having this conversation dealing with after freedom. And tonight, what I want to be able to deal with is a conversation that I think we all need to have, and it's entitled 
boundaries. Um, I believe we all, no matter who we are, we all have to recognize and know what our boundaries are. Um, I believe, again, in this context of being free, we have to know, we have to understand what our boundaries are. And you'll understand it as we have this conversation throughout the night. So the con- so the base scripture that we are going to be dealing with on tonight is coming out of Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1 and 2. And so I'm going to read it. Exodus chapter 20, verses 1. It says this, And God spake all these words, saying, I am the Lord thy God, which has brought thee out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. And as the conversation goes on, as God starts to continue to talk in this in this specific chapter of Exodus chapter 20, God starts giving unto Moses um, for the children of Israel, for the people, he starts giving unto them what we know as Come as the commandments, as different forms of laws. He starts giving unto them these different things that will help them for what they're going after. You'll understand it in a minute. One of the things that he starts to do um, as they're in this moment, one of the things he starts to do again is he gives them these laws. These specific laws help um, different categories of their lives, but in, in all there is a reasoning of why God did what he did. Now, I want to backtrack because I want all of us to be able to be on the same page. God saw that his people, the children of Israel, were in in bondage for over some years, a long period of time. Well, while they are in bondage, there's another thing that transpires while they're in bondage, that that God now uses this man named Moses to go and to deliver them. The reasoning for delivering them is so that he can be able to fulfill the promise that he made to their forefathers, which is to take them and to place them or put them into the promised land, this land that he had promised that they would have. His also his reasoning, which you hear throughout this context of scripture in Exodus, is he did this because he wanted them to come out so that they can worship him, so that they can be able to have a commune with him. And so these are all reasonings of why he delivered them out um, and many other more. But these are reasons why he delivered them out, which then brings us to where we are now. They are still in the wilderness. They have not made it into the promised land, but they're no longer in Exodus. They're no longer in bondage. So they're still in the middle of being um, delivered out of Exodus. And now they're in, they're still in the middle of, of being in their promised land, being in the place of freedom, being in the place that God ordained them to be in. So they're again, they're sitting in the middle. And while they're in the middle, God takes the time to then give unto them boundaries. Now, I know you're asking yourself, what is boundaries? And and I'm going to just do this for all of us um, because even with my own self, I'm not this smart to be able to know this. So I had to look it up for myself. Boundaries, boundaries are uh, defined as this. Boundaries are something that indicates or fixes a limit or extent. I'm going to read it again. Boundaries are something that indicates or fixes a limit 
or extent. So, so when we think of boundaries, we have to think of limitations. There are certain limitations that God gave unto them and he gave it to them for the reasoning, for the reasoning of what he needed for them to do, where he was trying to take them. Now, I, I ask myself this question. Well, God, if you know where they are. They're, they're, they're sitting in the middle of the wilderness. They're not in the promised land, so they're not in the place that you called them to be, but they're sitting st- set in the middle of this whole thing. So why would you choose in this place to be able to give unto them laws, to be able to give unto them commandments, to be able to give unto them these form of boundaries that they would need um, in this moment? Why would you choose this specific moment to be able to do it? And this is what I came to understand. The reality of it is, is as in this moment, this was the best time for God to give unto them these laws. Now, there were three different categories of laws that God gave unto them. He gave unto them moral law, he gave unto them civil law, and he gave unto them ceremonial, or their form of worship, how they would worship. So in all of these three, there were, there were compartments in their lives, which God shows us here, is there were different compartments in their lives where they needed to have boundaries. All of this was for a purpose and a reason. Um, All of this was for a purpose and reason. He did not do this just to do it. He did it for a purpose and a reason. I love how how I found this on the website on Cura.com, www.cura.com. This is what it says. The purpose of the Ten Commandments was to give the Israelites a law which they could live and develop a community of common believers. So he, so he, he, he put this law into place place. He put this thing into place so that everyone could be able to have a common interest, a common understanding of this relationship, the boundaries that go in this relationship as believers, this walk as believers, this function in my personal life, in my civil life, in my worship unto God. There were certain boundaries that he set. And if you read throughout the um, the uh, chapter of Exodus chapter 20, you'll realize and see what these different boundaries are and how he wanted all of these things to be in effect. So now the question is, in our lives, do we have boundaries? One of the things that I thought about was I thought about how sometimes when we don't have boundaries, how not having boundaries, not having limitations, not having a structured form of what we will and will not do, not having these things in our lives could be able to affect our freedom. Now, what do I mean by that? I remember in high school how where, you know, you'll have certain students in high school where they 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 were per se very restricted um, in their in their home front. They were very restricted in their home front. They didn't have a lot of freedom. They didn't they weren't able to go to a lot of events or a lot of parties or whatever that might be. And we all know those type of people, no matter what your age range is, we've been raised with those type of people. But what ends up happening is when they get freedom, 
when they gain freedom, what ends up happening in their lives is they gain this form of freedom or what some people would say too much freedom. And then what happens in that moment, what happens in that moment is they become wild. They become uncontrollable. They be, they, they start testing life. They, they start testing things that they would not have tested. They start dabbling into things that they would not have dabbled. Why? Because they gained freedom, but they did not have boundaries. They did not have boundaries of where I would and would not go, what I would and would not do, how what I will and will not say. They did not have boundaries in their lives. So because of that, they lived their lives uncontrollable. They lived their lives so freely that it was whatever happens, happens. I'm just wanting to enjoy life, but they lived without boundaries. Now I'm going to continue this because I need us to understand something because what else happens, and this is why I believe God gave unto the children of Israel, these laws, these, these contexts of things to be able to help them because he understood if you don't get it now, then when you get your freedom, when you get the blessing, when you get the thing that you've been waiting for, when you get the promotion, when you get the relationship, when you get whatever that might be for you, when you get the business, when you get whatever that is for you, the thing that you believe that you're supposed to have or what you're planning on walking in, if you walk in that without having boundaries, without having any form of limitation, then what ends up happening is we affect ourselves negatively because now we cannot handle freedom. So what, what do we need to do at this point before we gain the fulfillment of the freedom that we're asking for? What do we need to gain now or do now before we get to the place where we say that we're awaiting, we're in expectation or trying to wait to see what's going to happen in our future? What do we need to be doing now in our lives is setting boundaries. Now, again, I, I do want to say this because sometimes boundaries to us can sound like you can't do that. It sounds like negative. Sometimes boundaries sounds negative. But here's the reality. Do you understand that when you are driving down the street, you have boundaries? You can't just drive wherever you want. You have a lane that you drive in that keeps you safe. So no matter how long you drive, no matter what elevation you go to in driving, no matter how low you go, no matter where you go, they gave unto you boundaries. These are the boundaries. These are the things or the places in your life where you can be able to, to function and flow, move in and out, but you have to be able to do this in the boundaries. Why? Because they understand that if we don't give unto you boundaries, then what ends up happening is you will hurt yourself and you can hurt others. So in your relationships, your marriages, do you have boundaries? For your children, do they have boundaries? My, I have, God has blessed me to be able to have two sons. And in me having these two sons, um, surely with my oldest, I'm, I'm talking to him more and more and allowing him to understand because he's getting older. Son, 
There is boundaries. There's things that I need to be able to set up now in your life, not to restrict you to enjoy life, but to be able to enjoy life without hurting yourself. And that's what God was doing in trying to help the children of Israel with. Now, if that is correct in the Old Testament, what helps us in the new? Well, in, in Jesus, when Jesus comes on the scene, Jesus gives unto us also some boundaries. He gives us this through Matthew's chapter five, all the way through chapter seven. He gives unto us boundaries. He said he gives unto us things of ways of how to be able to live our lives. How should we live? How should we function? How should we flow? These are the cry. These are the areas of where God is saying, these are things that you need to have boundaries in. This is how you are able to live. Why? For the purpose of this, because I need you to be able to have a life that reflects who you say you worship. I need you to have a life that reflects who you say you come from. I need you to have a life that reflects where you say you believe. I need you to have a life that reflects this. So when you are in this and living in this and walking in this, you do in and of yourself have to have boundaries. Now, let's take it a little bit deeper and take it out a little bit farther. Let's make it more concrete. In working in a financial institution, you have to have boundaries. You can't take the money and borrow and say, I need to go pay a bill. Because why? That's illegal. That's called stealing. That's out of the boundaries of the business. You have to have boundaries when you're working in a food industry. You can't just touch everything with your hands. You can't drop food on the floor and then put it back in the, in the, in the dish and think you can serve that. That's what? That's out of the boundaries of what the business is saying. There are certain things that you can and cannot do that needs to ha that helps you to be able to stay in the boundaries for the success of you and for what you're doing. And sometimes what I'm recognizing and seeing is that people are trying to live life without boundaries. Now, I do want you to hear this because I used to think this when, when, it, when it talks about boundaries and thinking about this context of boundaries, I used to think that boundaries limits my how can I say it? it limits my creativity? I used to think that boundaries limits the way that I am able to excel. I used to think that boundaries were almost like, like, like handcuffs, almost like chains, not allowing you to do the things that you want to do, um, and restricting you from the fun of life. And these are what boundaries were. I, I used to remember and I used to think this because of this statement also. I used to remember they used to make a statement in reference to, um, you know, being able to draw in the lines. How you, they would give you, you know, as a kid, they would give you this little coloring paper and you would have to color and you would color inside, but if you, you would always have to stay in the lines. Um, and so, you know, then they, they, they made the statement that, you know, the reason why, because they're trying to teach you how to stay in the lines. So what you need to do is give your child a blank sheet of paper and allow them to be able to draw at their will and to be able to create at their will. And I used to think that's the right way to be able to do it until I realized that the paper still gives you boundaries. When you're drawing on a piece of paper that has lines and have a character, there is, there is boundaries that you have to draw in because if not, the picture doesn't make sense. 
Even if you don't have lines on the paper and it's a blank sheet of paper, you still have boundaries. You still have a place of where you cannot go beyond. But we are living in a time and in a mindset of where we don't want to live with boundaries. We want to be able to live so free that we live off the sheet. We live off the paper because living in boundaries keeps us bound. But the reality is, if that was the truth to a group of individuals that at one point was enslaved, it, to, a, to a group of individuals that had generations of slavery, to a group of individuals that knew what it meant to be bound, if this was the point, if the point was that the laws, the boundaries that were being set was to enslave you, they would never have received the law. They wouldn't have been able to take it. But I do love this, and I want us to all understand this as well, is even when we, we when understand that we need to set boundaries, we still need help in keeping ourselves from going out of them. I'm going to say it again. Even though we need boundaries, we are still going to need help in being able to stay out of the boundaries. For not going out of bounds, you still need assistance and help. God still has to help us to stay in the boundaries. Why? Because being very honest, we can't control ourselves enough. We don't have the strength to be able to not go out of bounds. There are things that I have tried in and of myself to set and limit myself and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to eat that. I'm not going to go here. I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. And I found myself trying to do these things in and of my own strength. And because of that, I kept finding myself going out of my own boundaries. So the question really comes down to is this, who sets the boundaries? Do we set our own boundaries? Do we set our own boundaries and then expect ourselves to keep them? Or do we, or do we seek to find what boundaries, God, do I need for me? Because the reality is the way that you find the boundaries for you is you have to be you have to be open and honest with you that you have these things that you need to not go out of. For me, my boundaries might not be yours because there might be areas of my life that I can walk in and go to that you can't. And there are probably areas in your life that I can't go to. And vice, this is a vice. There, so every specific person's boundaries might be different, but in some of those boundaries are going to be the same. If you are married, everybody's boundary in some essence is going to be the same. If you are a college student, there are certain boundaries that you should have in and of your, for yourself, for you to be successful. If you are a business person, there are certain boundaries that you can't do, that you can't go out of, that you have to have set. If you are a pastor, there are certain boundaries that you have to have, no matter what it is as a father, as, as, as a friend, as a, as a child, as, as a parent, no matter what that might be, 
whatever area of your life, all categories need boundaries. And if we do not have these boundaries in our lives, I promise you, we will not be able to stay or handle the, that level of form of success. Because it is the boundaries that help us to be able to handle what we handle. And I do want you to hear this. There are people that I've seen. There are people that I know that did not set boundaries at this level. They did not set boundaries in their life at this level. And the places that they thought that they had freedom in, the places that they thought they had overcome in, because they never set boundaries, when they went to the next level in life, they were not able to handle it because they did not have boundaries. And they failed. They walked back into the areas where they were once freed, now they are bound again. Not because, not because they weren't free, not because they were, they were, they were acting like they were free, but they was faking it. No, 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 no. Not because of those things. The reality is they were out of it. They were freed from it, but they never set boundaries. They never said, I can't go there. I can't call you. I can't have you over here in this season of my life. You can't come to my house with that. At this season of my life, you can't, we can't go there. We can't talk about that. We can't have that form of conversation because while I need to set boundaries in my life that help me, because if they don't, then I will continue to be in a situation where I won't be able to handle it. So that helps me to understand this, that at every stage of your life, every level of your life, you are going to have to reassess the situation, the circumstance, the place that you're in, the season that you're in, so that you can be able to reorganize your your values reorganize your boundaries because there are certain things or certain things that I didn't have to I didn't have to have certain boundaries before I had kids because I didn't have children so I didn't have to have a boundary as a father because I didn't have children I didn't have to have a boundary certain boundaries when it came to my relationship before I got married because I was not married. There were certain things that I had to be able to change, certain boundaries that I had to put in for when I got married. There were certain boundaries that I had to put in when I had my first child, when I had my second child. I had to put different boundaries depending on the level that I'm in. But again, if we don't have those boundaries set in our lives, if we don't have those things set, then when you are trying to elevate and you're trying to wonder why you cannot handle it, when you're trying to be able to do things and improve in different areas, but you still feel this struggle and this toll of why you keep falling in the same places is because you might want to go back and check to see what was your boundaries? And when you know what your boundaries is, you have to be strong enough to be able to understand and wise enough, humble enough in this aspect, when you find yourself trying or feeling like I need to, I want to go out of my boundaries. You have to be honest with yourself to say, listen, I need some help. God, I can't do this. I can't do this. I'm in a situation right now where God is developing different things in me. He's showing me me. He's showing me areas where, son, this is what this looks like. 
This is my boundary for your life. You can't, you can't go back. You can't live like that. You can't talk like that. You can't treat people like this. You, you, your, your thought process, you can't think like that. So, so the way that you need to start changing is you got to set a boundary. Oh, no, I can't. That's not, that's not how God would do that. Nope. That's not how God would say that. Nope. That's not how God would treat that person. I, I know how I feel, but that's not, that's not how that would, that's not the boundaries that are set for me. That's not how that works. That's not how that goes. You, you, there are certain boundaries that I have to set for me. And the boundaries that I set for me affect me and affect everyone around me. Remember, it was three laws that God gave. There was three categories of laws that God gave. It was moral law, it was civil law, and it was the, the, the worship law. Now understand this, what is, what is moral? Before we end this thing off, because I need us to understand this. What is moral? What, when we think of moral, what is moral? This is moral. It's of or relating to principles of right and wrong in behavior, how I act. These are moral. It's of or relating to principles of right and wrong in my behavior. So if I don't have, if I don't have boundaries in my moral, in my behavior, if I'm not knowing and understanding this is right for me, this is wrong for me, this is what I cannot do, this is what I can do. If I do not understand that, then I will start to mix and mingle the two because I no longer have boundaries. That's why I do believe where the scripture context talks about that you will start get people will get to a point in a time where they will say what is wrong is right. And the things that are righteous are unrighteous. Why? Because they lose the boundaries. They start losing the boundaries. Here it goes. I need us to understand what is civil. Civil is of or relating to citizens. So we deal with moral. Moral is dealing with my behavior. But now the civil law is how I treat you. How I treat those that are citizens. Those that are around me. So these laws are how we as a, as a, as a community of people are supposed to act towards each other. My behavior and my, and my community. Now these are different things. My boundaries when it comes to my community. I, there are things that I can and cannot do with everybody. But there's way, there are things that I'm supposed to do that's in my boundaries of how I treat you, how I, how I act toward you, how I love you, how I don't dismiss you, how I'm not rude to you. These are things that should be in your boundaries. Okay, let's deal with the last one. The ceremonial, here it is, ceremonial is a ceremonial act, action, or system. So a form of action of a worship, a systematic of a worship. And God broke down this context. When you read it back in Exodus chapter 20, you will see this, how God wanted his people to worship him. You'll see it also when Jesus starts getting on the scene and he breaks the same thing down of how God wants to be worshiped, how he wants us to commune with him how he wants those things to happen. Why? Because what he's saying is there is, you have this broad thing of how you think this is supposed to be, but I have a boundary. I have a limit. I have a format of how I want you to do this with me in this relationship, how I want this relationship to be.
has boundaries. How I want your business to be has boundaries. Do you understand that the successful businesses are successful because they have boundaries? You know what they call them? They call them standards. A structure built for or serving as a base or support. Every business has standards, standard operation procedures, standard operational procedures. They have a standard. These are the boundaries for their business. These are the boundaries for the church. These are the boundaries for my relationship. These are the boundaries for, for my schooling. These are the boundaries. I have to have boundaries. And if I don't have boundaries, what happens with you? I want you to really think about this. What happens with you when you don't, when you go against the standard operation procedures? What happens for you in your job? When you do things against the rules, against the boundaries, you can actually get fired. Why? Because they have an understanding of these boundaries help us to succeed. And when someone is going against the boundaries, it's not because the, because the business is bad. It's not because the system is bad. It's not because the marriage is bad. It's not because none of those things. No, you went against the boundaries. So what I want you to do is sit down, take your time and set boundaries and make sure that you are living by the boundaries that you set for your life. So when we walk in the freedom that God wants all of us to have, no matter what that is, no matter what area in your life is bound, when we walk in the fullness of what God has promised for us to have, then we all can be able to sustain it because we have boundaries. I want to say thank you for joining me on today's podcast. I pray that whatever word that you have heard the thing that touched you, I pray that it inspired you to be able to make some form of change, to push you closer to your dream, to push you closer to that business idea that you had and you have. I want you to find that greatness within you. Can you do me a favor and continue on this journey with me every first and third Monday at 6.30 p.m. Central Standard Time? right here on the Focus on Greatness podcast. Follow me on all of my social media platforms so that us together can be able to develop and be the greatest person that God ordained us to be.